Here's a thought I'll title, Compressing This Three-Dimensional World. It's often been said that the most important decision, particularly in landscape photography, is knowing where to stand. And I think a lot of people interpret that as something to do with composition, how to get all the elements in the photograph to sort of topologically and geometrically be in the right positions in the frame. Yeah, that's a big important deal. It's a large part of the creativity in landscape photography. But after 50 years of playing that game relative to where I try to stand in a landscape, I've become more and more convinced that the real challenge is to flatten the three-dimensional world into the two dimensions of a photograph. Knowing where to stand has less to do with putting something in the rule of thirds position or whatever than it does in figuring out the right way to compress the world, because that's essentially what we have to do, is compress the three-dimensional world into two dimensions. And moving just a few inches or a foot or two in one direction or another can completely change the way the world gets compressed. Probably the classic example of this is when you're doing a portrait out in the world and forget to pay attention to the telephone poles in the background, and suddenly it's growing out of someone's head. That's an example of the two-dimensional compression that doesn't help your photograph. Matter of fact, it becomes sort of laughable. Slightly moving the camera and figuring out the right place to stand, and I might also add the right elevation of the camera up and down, changes the relationships between the near objects, the far objects, and that's really what it's all about when people say knowing where to stand is the key in landscape photography. It's all about that three-dimensional compression. I remember photographing in Japan in 1990 with my friend David Grant Best, and every time he went to make a photograph, he would walk 360 degrees around the subject he was interested in. Well, he did so at least on all those that he had access to walk 360 degrees around the subject. And what he was looking for was not composition, but near ground and mid ground and distant ground relationships so that he could two-dimensionally compress the subject to its maximum effect. I'd never seen a photographer do that. For me, it was usually just a matter of seeing a composition, so I would set my tripod and my camera up in that position. But I never realized how much it would change by walking 360 degrees around the subject. But it does. And because compressing the three-dimensional world into a two-dimensional image is the essence of photography, it is what photography is all about, doesn't it make sense that that should be the first and foremost consideration we have in making a photograph, is thinking about two-dimensional compression. This is one of the reasons why I love the current digital workflow, because I can chimp, I can look at the two-dimensional compression on the back of the screen. I rarely use my LCD screen for checking focus, I never use my LCD screen for checking exposure or even depth of field. 
but all the time I use it for checking that two-dimensional compression of the three-dimensional world because I can't do it in my mind's eye. I'm just, I don't have that talent. I've tried for years to be able to do that, and I'm just not very good at it. And the first time I actually did that consciously in the field was when I started shooting Polaroid film in the field. And that two-dimensional compression becomes so obvious when you see it in a Polaroid or when you see it on an LCD screen that you realize that's really about 90% of what photography is all about, is compressing the world in a way that it's the most communicative, most powerful, most visually engaging. Copyright 2023 Lenswork Publishing